0: Welcome to Episode 7 of This One's For The Working Mama, bringing you the right type of distraction for your daily commute. Join in the movement of working moms who own their choice to work and strive to achieve a life with their soul on fire. Make a conscious effort to fill your daily drive with truth and wisdom that can abolish the working mom guilt for good and find community. I'm Katie Alexander and this is your 8 Minute Devotion. This episode is sponsored by This One's For The Working Mama book that released yesterday. If you want more of The Working Mama and practical tips and guidance to balance your home and work while living a purposeful life, this book is for you. Purchase your copy on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. Episode 7, Dressing for Success. Have you ever heard the term, dress for the job you want, not the one you have? As simple as that statement sounds, it is packed with a lot of wisdom and can be used to apply to many things, not just your job. Regardless of our best efforts to focus on inner beauty and personality traits, the reality of the world we live in is that appearance matters. This is not some topic new to the baby boomers and millennials. This truth is age old, and it can be found in our Proverbs reading today, but under a little bit different context. So after I had my first daughter, Ella, I expected to be able to fit back into my pre-baby clothes relatively quick, so I refused to buy larger sizes of those in-between clothes. I'm not sure what mounted this expectation when fitness has never been my forte. And at 5 foot even, a side of fries and that time of the month can put an extra 5 pounds. Nevertheless, I believed that if I just gave myself very few clothing options, that I would be even more motivated to get back to where I was before. But what this resulted in was the most eclectic collection of clothing items, and very few of them, I must say, that I rotated at work. There were a couple of pair of maternity dress pants that hung loose in the midsection, an old pair of work pants that I had fastened with a hair tie and the hem was fraying, And a couple of dresses that left me getting the question of, oh, when are you due? Far too often. So after about four months of rotating through these clothes, my husband insisted I purchase some in-between items. And he was probably the only one nice enough to do me the service of forcing this recommendation. So I didn't want to go too wild. I just went to Target and grabbed a few staple pieces and took them to the dressing room. But before I started to change into them, I gave myself a good look in that trifold mirror that does very little to leave anything to the imagination, and I realized this look I had been sporting said absolutely nothing about what was going on inside. I was a mom now, and I was so joyful to have that baby I prayed for. I didn't care that it was taking longer for the weight to melt off because I was living everything I had wanted. I was also a working professional, and this attire I had adopted was doing nothing to speak to that. It honestly looked like I couldn't be bothered to fix myself up. Then I changed into the new items. Yes, they were a couple sizes bigger than what I was used to, but the minute I put them on, something changed. I started to see my new mom body in a different way, by wearing clothes that complemented my best features and camouflaged my areas that needed a little more work. I stood taller, and I felt ready to conquer the world. But before you get all judgy about what some Christian is telling you about outward appearances, hear me out. The way I dressed, it didn't build my confidence any more than the extra weight had an ability to tear it down. Confidence comes from within, and from clothing yourself in much more than garments. It's putting on the righteousness of God, and knowing whose you are. But what putting on these clothes did do for me was give me more pride in my appearance and other people noticed too. That next week at work, more people complimented me on my outfits than I had heard in a lifetime. Probably because they were mumbling under their breath, thank God she finally got a clue. And so many people told me I looked like I lost weight or asked if I had been working out. I hadn't done either, but they could finally see me under all those draping rags I was calling clothes. I also thought about what this was showing my boss, who already had concerns about whether or not I was going to return to work and be all in. This new look said I was serious about being here. The clothes you wear, they don't have to be expensive, and you do not need a lot of variety, but you can benefit from investing in things that fit you well and accent your figure. However, clothes can also be very damaging in a different way, and that's where we'll pick up in Proverbs 7 today. I switched our Bible reading to the message version today to get a clearer understanding of this passage. So let's start in verse six through 10. Proverbs 7, dressed to seduce. As I stood at the window of my house, looking out through the shutters, watching the mindless crowd stroll by, I spotted a young man without any sense, arriving at the corner of the street where she lived, then turning up the path to her house. It was dusk, the evening coming on, the darkness thickening into night. Just then, a woman met him. She'd been lying in wait for him, dressed to seduce him. Proverbs 7, verses 6 through 10. So Proverbs 7 is taking us back to that message of guarding ourselves from temptation and where our heart wanders. But these verses speak to the behavior of a promiscuous woman. I think as women, we can garnish two pieces of wisdom from this passage. One is that a man can be just as luring and tempting, so we are not exempt from going astray. And two, we do not want to be the promiscuous woman, even when that's not our intent. In the same manner that we dress for success in our jobs, we can dress for success in our personal life. Remembering to clothe ourselves in modesty can help thwart off the type of attention that can be tempting us towards sin. Does that mean we wear turtlenecks with ankle-length skirts? Not in the least bit. But you do probably want at least one practical example of where I'm going with this, so I'll give you mine. Athleisure wear. We have turned yoga pants and a sports bra into perfectly acceptable gym wear, lounge wear, and running errands outfits. If you enjoy the comforts of a good pair of yoga pants, no judgment here. In fact, if I'm at home, I'm likely wearing some form of Lululemon Align pants because let's be honest, they feel like butter. But if I'm going out to run errands, if I'm going to see people in public, I try to put on a shirt or sweater that drapes just below my butt to leave something to the imagination. But even as I say that, I urge you not to let my convictions be your own. That style, that may not bother you one bit. So here's a barometer for you. Picture yourself sitting with your husband on a date night and an attractive woman walks in wearing blank, fill in the blank. And that style or that thing, you don't hate it on her because of insecurity or measuring yourself up to her. You hate it because she is giving your husband too much of a show, more than he needs to see and too much temptation to look away. So if that item, the one that you hate, is in your closet, think about retiring it until you go on a date night or a vacation away with your spouse or maybe modifying it. Or perhaps you just retire it completely, because there may be another wife in the place where you are feeling exactly the same way. So finish strong today and read through the rest of Proverbs 7. While it feels a bit like more of the same on the topic of staying away from the wandering heart and promiscuity, you have to believe the author was God-inspired and intentional about revisiting this warning, because even when our spirit is willing, our flesh can be weak. So thanks for following along in episode 7. To be included in all the upcoming episodes, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you want. Or give it a quick rating, which helps it be available to more mamas just like you. Stick with me as we continue with these 31 days in the Proverbs. You won't be disappointed.